Warning, the following may contain Demogorgon. Join fantasy authors Phil Tucker, Tamandra Whitecastle, David Benham, Benedict Patrick, and Josiah Bancroft as they roll dice and take on the bad guys in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Five authors, five worlds, one adventure. It's time to get crit-faced. Previously on Crit Faced, Kellen has retrieved an ancient, presumably magical spear from the cairns surrounding Yester Hill. As the party gathers its strength before exploring the druid's home, Kellen takes the time to investigate his find. So, Kellen, um, so you're just sort of... Well, what are you doing, Kellen, actually? Yeah. I am contemplating the spear. Okay, and what, what, what are you doing to contemplate it? What are you... I stare at it meaningfully. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and certainly as you do so, you're just getting a, a better sense of, of understanding. This is almost like reading a book, and you know the fact that this knowledge is coming to you in drips and drabs, and you start to move it in your hands and you work it and you know rub at it a wee bit. Certainly, one of the first things you notice is that um, you know you give it a wee clean to get some of the, the the dirt off it, and you realize that some of the stains just aren't going away, uh, and eventually you realize that actually some of the stains that's that's marked the the um the metal uh, the sort of iron on this and the the the, the, the dark stains in the, the wood in particular is it's not mud it's actually blood that, that's dried in there um and and um sort of caked in this is a blood spear um and it uh, in some ways it's got something very similar going on to vampires because um this spear hungers for life uh, and whenever you hit with a melee attack using this magic spear, and if you reduce your target to zero hit points, you gain 2d6 temporary hit points. So it sort of transfers that creature's life force onto you. You also do get a sense, though, Kellen, um, of what the voice was saying as well, and the fact that you were chosen for this. Uh, it's, it's almost as if this was meant for you, not for anyone else. So when you are using this blood spear, you will get a plus two bonus to your attack and damage rolls as well. Okay. Wow. So there you go. That's your magic item. Yay! <laughs> really uh, Kellen, that's a lot of yaying. What, what did you discover? It's magic! No! <laughs> Hurrah! Let's go kill something! <laughs> right now! That's a spirit! There really is no malevolent intelligence resting inside it, waiting to take you over. I could have sworn. Not everything is malevolent here. I mean, there's We're some good things. Yes, everything is malevolent. No, <laughs> no, I met all of you fine folk here. You, we all came here together. You didn't meet us here. That's what you said. I mean, I, I, I showed up you were here. I have no idea. No strangers to me. I'm saying it's a good thing that we have a magic weapon, and I think we should definitely use it right now. <laughs> so, Kellen, just to double check, you get the same... Um, it doesn't affect your, your, your attack is basically as normal, what you roll for attack, except you get that extra plus two bonus. Uh, spears normally hit with 1d6, which I think is slightly less than your axe, but obviously you, yes. get, you get an extra uh, plus two, plus two. Uh, on top of whatever your bonus was for... What did you get for your great axe as damage? Um, plus five. So this will be plus seven. 
Can he bring someone down to like almost dead with his axe and switch in the spear and just finish them off and get the bonus? <laughs> uh, I believe switching would be a bonus action, yeah. But he also he's got more chance of hitting with his attacks with the spear because he gets an extra plus two to attack rolls. I think you're asking the wrong question. The question is, can I have your axe? <laughs> no. It's my... It is, I, I, I need a backup. You can have my, a... I got a, a spare javelin. Oh, I, I, I gave away my dagger. I need something. You can also throw, I have a, you can throw spears I as have well. a heavy crossbow. Can I, can I use that? I, 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 let, me, let me try it. No, no, that's, that's way too heavy. No, I can't use that. You go back. So, so we never climbed inside that stone wall. You have not. No, you've only been ringing around the hill so far. We didn't even peek over the edge, did we? We don't know what's well, in there. No idea what's up there. I say oh. we go in guns blazing. Well, but I mean fireballs flying, uh, magic spears jabbing, uh, bards hanging back, playing a merry tune, uh, warrior nuns also jabbing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a battle plan. Yes. Okay, so what is what is the battle plan um, before the jabbing? I think it was like peek storm, over the wall. storm up the hill like raving lunatics. Yes, I like it already. <laughs> Kellen first we... with his magic spear. <laughs> Let's sprint up there, then come to an abrupt stop, and then have Kellen McGrag peer Most over like... the edge of the wall. Okay. <laughs> now we'll just bolt up. So we're going up to the Ring of Stones. Are we? There's a path that's heading up there to, that leads no. to a gap in this no, ring. No. Are you going up the path? No, no. Okay. That would be too easy. We're, 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 this isn't our first bungle. No, no. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're just moving up the side of the hill. We're, are we using any stealth at all, or no. are we just going for it? So we're plodding on up there, guys. Uh, yes. So on, on top of this hill uh, is this wide ring, and, and really this ring, this wall that we've been talking about, is just um, a ring of black boulders and, and sort of smaller rocks that have been piled on top of each other. So there's no sort of artful construction here. They basically, whoever's made this has just heaped these obstructions on top of each other. Um, so the... Um, I mean, it, it, actually, this ring—it—it—it's—it's it's big. Um, you get the impression it's about two hundred and fifty feet in diameter. Um, so you know, there's, a, there's a, almost like a, a wee field going on inside there. Um, and it's—it's it's, um inconsistent. So sometimes it's like ten feet tall. Sometimes it's just five feet tall. So if you, you move around and you you um you know get to a position where you can actually most of you see over the wall and you see that inside uh, there's just this uh, sort of small field basically of of dead grass um but it is dominated by this ghastly 50 foot tall statue uh, that seems Ooh. to be made of tightly woven twigs and it's packed inside with black earth and this statue uh, resembles a towering cloaked man with fangs fireball am i i know i normally say that i know that's my go-to but in this case yeah i i, I I'm, I'm hearing a voice i am i'm actually there's a voice speaking to me from the stones right now hold on it's saying someone should give me a knife. I should have a knife. I need a... Does anyone have a dagger? Really? Here, here, here. Fine, here. Look, this is, this is my... <laughs> I pull out a dagger from my... I usually use it to clean my teeth, but in this situation... Here you go. Might want to clean it. I toss it over to you. Why is it green? Ah. Uh, okay. needs a lot of spinach. 
So this is a dagger of uh, of reckoning, right? A dagger of uh, magical stabbing, of pl- tooth decay. Personal hygiene. A dagger of personal hygiene. Okay, yes, this this will be great. I'll kill him with a toothpick. There you go. All right. So we're going to do the fireball. What do we think? I mean, we can all agree that that is in need of an arcana check. Okay, here we go. Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh, right. Uh, sorry, sorry. What's what's what are we doing? Um, I'm going to make a fresh roll for an, an Arcana check. On the <laughs> in, in the you, you, you would need to uh, much closer to it to be able to, um, to to get any sort of sense of it. I mean, honestly, do we need to know? It's, it's a fanged monstrosity surrounded by a wall that is struck by lightning every 10 seconds. I mean, if there's ever been a case for reflexive fireballs, I mean, yes. this would be it. What, does anyone have like a flask of oil we could toss on it first? I think I might. I think Why don't I shoot a firebolt, like a, a test firebolt, see if it catches fire a little bit, and then do the firebolt so I don't waste it in case it's somehow we, naturally we, immune. We bought these five clay casks of oil, mm. you, if you remember. You used two already. So. I used two. Well, we have three. I say we can give up one here. Yeah. Well, Wait, run in just, there, run in might there not... nestle the flask right okay. between the branches of its like thigh. You might okay. have to climb up a little bit. Strangely specific. Um, Left thigh, and then come running back out before anything malevolent takes over you, or hordes of druids, or spy- a horde of spiders emerges from its core, or any of those. Things. As, it, it, as it, you it, are speaking, guys, there's another uh, bolt of lightning for above, and it hits the wall about 15 feet away from you. Ah, yeah. Can we fireball the clouds? No, that wouldn't work. I just fireballed my pants, so I think that uh, we should do something. This is getting out of... Uh, I, I'm going to turn invisible. I'm going to go put the, the clay oil pot in the thing, then come back and you blow it up, all right? Put all the clay oil pots, all of them. This is oh, I thing. have three left. I'm going to put them all in there. I will return immediately. And do not fire the bolt until you hear the signal. I'll do my best not to. Okay. Okay. So, you are turning invisible? Which yes, I'm turning invisible. Okay. Yes, I tell him. I put my concertina and I go honk, and that's all it takes anymore. I'm an expert now. Honk, and I'm invisible. Excellent. <laughs> and now, what are you doing? Well, I get my three clay pots of oil, and I just I sneak. You know, I'm trying to go very quietly. I sort of sneak out to the um, thigh region, uh, the, the feet and the thighs. I'm not going. Mm-hmm. I, would yes, you, and would I. Would you like to take out a stealth check, then, please? You do yes, so with yes. advantage. Oh, that's nice. And then a, and a useful thing. Useful, yes. I'm going to throw this dice in the ocean. Um, uh, 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 my best one was 11. I see. So um, you get about halfway uh, between yes. the wall and the uh, fiery statue. The, the statue that you want to set on fire. Um, so I reckon that it looks like about you get about 20 feet from the wall, 25 feet from the wall. So there's, there's another 25 feet to go before you reach uh, this statue. And then uh, suddenly there is this uh, rumbling uh, all around you. And, and it's probably easier for the rest of you who are watching Jean. You guys are about 25 feet away from Jean at the moment. And you realize that the ground around him uh, is beginning to move. And actually what happens is that hands are sort of brushed up through the ground and you uh, quickly realize what has happened. Underneath the soil here, druids 
and and have buried themselves in the earth right. and notice yeah. now hearing Jean's sort of clumsy footsteps across the dirt they've started to <laughs> service again so would you all like to roll for initiative oh John it was good now I think we're, the rest of us are going to retreat now I rolled 19 19 right Jean gets 19 5 uh oh 5 for Master yeah. Sana. Eight. Six. Eight and six. Sixteen. Oh, oh, okay. Sixteen. Sixteen for Kellen, who wants to use his magic item. And eight. Okay. <laughs> uh, eight for um, Lord Telfin. Okay, my, so I've got two. So there's eight figures in total burst from the earth. Four of them um, are um, just sort of bulky, sort of warrior-looking uh, men and women still wearing those sort of druid masks that you um, you know saw back at the winery, um, but uh, these guys are holding massive axes, reminding you a wee bit of of, of Kellen actually, uh, and they got uh, um, twelve for their role, and uh, other figures look considerably more familiar. They remind you much more of the uh, individuals that Kellen and Master Sona fought. At the winery, and unfortunately, they seem to be struggling with uh, this idea of, of pulling themselves out from the earth because they're actually going to go last. So, we're going to have Jean is going to go first, which makes sense because he's the one staggering around in the middle of this um, clearing. Then, Kellen, then the axe wielding um, baddies, then Lord Talfrin, then Master Sunna, and then finally the druids. So, Jean. You have now these figures are you're you're twenty five feet away from your pals. These figures are really all around you at the moment. Um, the, you know, to be honest, all of them are well within uh, striking. None of them are in melee combat with you, but you know it would just take a few steps for most of them to get to a position where they're able to harm you. So you you have your pick basically of your your potential foes, or of course you've got your pals waiting twenty five feet away. You are still invisible. Isn't um. You? Yes, that is, that is, that's useful. Um, I think... Um, can I uh, cast a spell and also dash? No, dashing would be basically using your action. So you can run, you know, you can do your normal move, which I think is quite, okay. you know, would, would certainly like bring you right. back in line with your pals, but you can, you can move and then cast a spell, or you can cast a spell and then move. It's up to you. That's what I will do. Yes, yes, yes. I am going to cast a spell. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Yes. Um, uh, which works for 15 feet around me uh, mm-hmm. in a cube. Yes. Um, so this is the part that I don't understand. It says, yeah. uh, on a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage. Wait, wait. Uh, so a creature takes 2d8 mm-hmm. and is pushed 10 feet away mm-hmm. if they fail. Yeah. But then it says, on higher levels, you add... 1d8 for each slot? I don't know what it means. So that's okay. So what you can do with a lot of your spells is that you can cast them at higher levels. So, for example, Thunder Wave, is that a level 1 spell? Yes, it is. Yeah. But you have one... You've already cast a level 2 spell, haven't you? Your invisibility was a level 2 spell. Isn't that right? Yes. So you've only got one invisibility sort of spell slot left. But you can actually use that to cast some of your level 1 spells, but you cast them at a higher damage level so you could cast a level two thunder wave basically and that does a lot oh, yeah, but, I, but I, I do have i have three level twos so okay. I, I would have two left. so you've got yeah, two yeah. left okay. do you know what i mean it's basically, so it's basically boosting your level one spell yes, yes, yes. Yeah. so i'm going to throw the thunder wave spell and do it at the level two 
Okay. Because I really want to hurt so, these guys. Yeah, so if you you got this 15-foot cube, you can actually catch four of them, max, in, nice. inside that 15-foot cube. So two of the druids and two of the axe-wielding gentle people. Okay. okay. Excellent. So, um, and you say they have to take saves? Uh, on a failed save, a creature takes 2d8. Yes, the constitution saving constitution throw. Save. Okay, could you take... Um, I'll let you roll this for me, please. And you add one to the result. I'm going to trust you. Could you t- test for the druids first? It's a d20. Uh, it is. Okay. Uh, eight. No, it plus failed. one. Okay. Okay. And your other druid? Eighteen. Uh, I imagine that succeeds. What's your um, spell save, DC? Uh, it is fifteen. Yeah, so that succeeds. And do you want to roll for the two axe wielders as well? Uh, another 18 okay, so. <laughs> and a 3 okay, so so you've had 2 successes 2 failures but what you're going to do is you're going to roll your damage and we'll deal full damage to the, the, the 2 that you hit properly and you still get to do right. half of that to the other guys ok and so I do, do the uh, d8 twice right? Okay. well um, oh, sorry. is it not normally, or just double it. Uh, what did it so is it not normally 2d8 oh it is it's, oh, so yeah so it'll be 3d8 3d8 ok so, so do I roll three times, or we yeah. just like triple it? No, you roll okay, it three roll. times. Okay, one, you piece of garbage. Six, that's better, and an eight. Okay. Fifteen. Okay, fifteen. And did you get a? Do you have a plus to add to that? Uh, what's the plus? Spell attack bonus. I don't. Uh, let's see. I don't know your spell, so I'll just double check. Thunderwave. 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 Ho! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you're right. You're right. So fifteen. Okay. So the druids that you did full damage to, you get the impression. Uh, I mean, the, you said these druids, uh, if they if they fail the save, they get knocked back as well. So the one that gets blasted yep. off his feet, you get the impression bones have been broken there. It's in pretty bad shape. Um, you only do. 15, you want to do 8 damage to... So obviously the two that resisted you, um, you get the impression that obviously they're you know, they're standing firm, they've been harmed, but it's not a massive deal. Um, you certainly get the impression that the axe wielders uh, have taken this considerably better than the druids. You get the impression that these guys with the axes are a lot tougher than the individuals that Kellen right. and uh, Master Sonna had to deal with. But that was a right. good opening gambit. What are you doing? I, I want to run. You're going to run. Because you're now visible. You've, you've appeared. What did that look like to your, your colleagues? What did they see as these guys came up out of the ground? Obviously, you were invisible. And what was that? What, 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 what would that they, like? they, they saw what seemed a, a scintillation of light surrounding the most majestic figure with flowing hair and a physique like a god just outlined within the shimmer and and. Uh, the, the earth sort of crumpled away from him as if embarrassed by his beauty. I didn't see anything like that. <laughs> that's what I saw. I'm pretty sure that's what you saw too. Um, and so I'm going to use my running to run between the legs of the statue. Okay. Uh, all right. So you're moving toward the, ta- the statue. Okay. I have no sentence. So, sorry? Okay. Have I reached? You can certainly reach the uh, the statue, absolutely, but you, you realise that means that you're still out there on in the open and, and these guys are going to have no problem sort of getting to you. You're, you're... Well, I thought that like, my, my, my friends would save me. Well, maybe they will, maybe they will, but you're now 50. Okay. You're now well, 50. This, this seems like you're telling me I should not do this. No, no, no I'm, um, just, I'm uh, just telling you that you've moved further away, so you're now 50 <laughs> feet away from your pals, though. Okay, okay, what if I just... Um... 
I guess I run back. I run yeah. back. I had a moment of bravery and it slipped away. <laughs> so you run back, sort of leaping over the wall, back to your, your dudes, basically. So you're in safety. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. Okay, absolutely. Right. Kellen, it's your turn. You see this um, uh, you know, display of, of awesome power from Jean, and then he runs back to you guys. Um, <laughs> uh, as, as he's leaping over the wall to safety, what's your plan? Uh, I'm going to fire my heavy crossbow ah, okay I, i'm gonna stay on the good side of the wall for now okay so you've got plenty of targets um are you so you basically you have loads of these 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 druid guys you've got these axe wielders um who are you gonna shoot at i guess i'll take the uh the axe wielder who appeared to be the most damaged by yep. the Brilliant the display. Yeah, certainly you, you notice that one of them just totally got blown off its feet and thrown back. And it's it's on the ground. You're happy to. It's actually a, a female axe wielder, but you know, she's nice sort of beefy Amazonian type. You know, you get the impression she'll knock lumps out of you if she gets to you. You're gonna take a shot at her. Uh, I'll take two. Uh, I can fire that twice in a, uh, a round, right? Uh, I, I have two attacks. Do you? You've got two attacks. Are they? Are you sure you get two uh, range attacks though? It's not just. That's what I'm curious about because I'm, I'm guessing a crossbow takes some time to load. Um, crossbow. Is it just a regular crossbow that you've got? It's a heavy crossbow. Heavy crossbow. Bear with me. Does say here about loading something to do with crossbows. Let me, just let me check that. Um, because of the time, you can only fire one piece of ammunition from it uh, in a turn. Regardless, regardless of the number of attacks that you make. Okay, um, and I'm not going to fire the crossbow. I'm going to throw a javelin. Oh, I'm going to throw two javelins. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it then. Roll your two okay. javelins. Okay, first one uh, that'll hit um, twenty-five. Yep, that'll hit. And ten points of damage. Okay, uh, so obviously. Hits in her, her in her side, basically. You can hear a grunt cry out from her. Are you throwing another one? I'm throwing another one. Yep. Um, twelve. Twelve versus AC. Correct. Will, will not hit. No. So um, she sort of rolls to the side, yanks the javelin that you've you know impaled uh, or you, that you've that you've uh, managed to stick into her she yanks it out of her side you see blood spurt but she's she's picking herself up off the ground you get the impression you know she's still good to go and she looks through her mask as she she gets to her feet and glares at you um and in fact it's her turn uh, unless you've got any movement that you're going for I'm staying on this side of the wall. You're staying on this side of the wall. So the axe wielders all roar as one, uh, and they charge at you guys, um, and uh, leaping over the wall, uh, we're going to say that one on each of you, because there are four of them, and they raise their great axes uh, and uh, strike. So let's have a look. Good, the great axe. Um... Okay, so yes, they roar and slash at you with their axes. Lord Talfren, the one that attacks you, gets 22 versus AC. I'm imagining that's good to hit, but I can see Lord Talfren's microphone is muted, so I suspect he's maybe not here. Uh, that does 
nine slashing damage to him. Master oh, <laughs> that hurts. Yeah, Master, Master Sona, you also get attacked. Uh, it gets uh, 19 versus AC. Oh. So that hits for nine slashing damage as well. Oh. Kellen is the one that you had wounded, the one who pulled the javelin from her side. She slashes you, but she only gets 13 versus AC. Obviously, her injuries... That misses. Right, her injuries just were not enough. She actually, she, she, she was on target, but you parried. You parried the attack. She barks at you as you do so. Uh, and Jean, um, you've got one who jumps over the wall but kind of stumbles and gets a 13 versus AC as it as it bears down on you. Uh, well, fortunately, I stumble into him as well. Like, oh, God. <laughs> you got me. What, what's, what's your AC? 12. 12. 12. Oh, 12. Good. So it uh, opens up a big cut across the, your front for nine slashing damage. Okay. Lord, no, don't do that. Lord Talfren, it's your turn. You're in melee combat with uh, one of these things. Can I step back and cast a spell without a problem? Uh, it is a problem because uh, if you step back out of melee combat, uh, it will get the, your attacker will get a, a, a free attack on you, so attack of opportunity. If, so uh, you could I, use a disengage move, uh, but that no. is normally a full action. Yeah, no. So if I try and cast a spell without stepping back. Do I still get it? So it depends two? on the spell. If it's a spell that you have to roll for the attack roll, then that is going to be an issue for you. But you do have some spells, like, you know, the Thunder Wave spell that, that Jean yeah. casts? It's meant to be cast in combat. Um, ah, so this is good. Then I, I don't have to roll anything here. Okay. Um, are the druids that are coming out of the ground, how many of them are there? So they, there, are, there are these four axe wielders, and then there's also four other druids, actual, you know, sort of casting druids, basically. Right. Whatever. So I'm going to cast Fireball on the four emerging druids. Okay. Um, can we say because they're come, are they flat? Yeah, I don't know if there is that flat footed, they denied a dexterity save. They're going. No, 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 no. They're they're out of the ground. They they are not. Oh, okay. uh, to see it. The problem is though, these other the other four druids are spread out, so you could within make forty feet. Sorry, are they within forty feet of each I other? I will say three of them then, or you could catch three, uh, including the two that Jean has already harmed if you wanted, but we couldn't catch all of them. Okay. Well, I'll I'll try a fireball. Okay. Um, against those three. Okay. They have to give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Would you uh, like to make that roll then, please? Uh, uh, for oh. each of them? Okay. So the spell save DC is 15. What's their dexterity bonus? Does he get a plus one? Uh, no, he makes it. Okay. He makes it. And that's, uh, I got a 17, a 19, and a 20. That is okay. disappointing. Well done. Thank you very much. Do you do half damage? I do have damage. Okay. Why aren't you making these rolls? This is awesome. <laughs> um, so they take forty-six damage each. Um, so they take ten damage. Should I roll for each one or? Uh, no, we'll just do a, a single roll and um, we'll claim yeah, that for so ten. Ten damage each. Um, because Does that kill them? Sorry. So, uh, did you say they got? They take forty damage. Ten. Uh, 10 damage is that did you roll a 20 is that right and a half that 
Uh, no, uh, I just rolled instead of eighty six, I rolled forty six. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Uh, so ten damage. So uh, it does not kill uh, any of them. Uh, the the two that. Um, Jean already hit with his thunder wave. Uh, one of them in particular, the one that he blasted back that actually got the full brunt of the thunder wave, you can see that that druid is close uh, to death. It's, it's just struggling to pick itself off the ground right. again. And the other one's in pretty bad shape too, but of course the the, the druid that, that had not been attacked at all yet, uh, you know, was harmed, but still it's got a lot of fighting left in it. Well, I'm, I'm going to use my quickened sorcery uh, ability to mm-hmm. cast another fireball at them. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so you want to take those rolls again then? Yes. Do I have to be honest? Yes. Uh, you better roll this one. Okay. I can tell All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> it would just hurt me too much. If I, uh, so if I rolled the, more 20s in their favor, it would just push my spirit. The druid, the druid that um, Jean had harmed the most uh, gets a 16. Oh, come on. Uh, the oh, other druid gets a 6. And then the, the previously uninjured druid gets a 16. Uh, so oh. you do full damage to one of them. Uh, do you want to? Read? All right. Well, I'll I'll take that much. Okay. Uh, so the full damage one. Well, I'll say the 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 first two. Yeah. Oh, that's better. They take uh, fifteen damage each. Okay. And the other one takes an additional fifteen, so thirty. Okay. So um, the both druids that Jean had already harmed um, scream uh, and uh, just stagger around and, and fall to the ground, just burning husks. Basically, they've uh, you, they, they're dead. The one that you have been picking on, um, it's <laughs> uh, it's in bad shape, but still uh, still still kicking, just All right. b- barely, barely. Okay, um, is that the end of your turn? Um, if I move away, I get an attack of opportunity. Yeah, you would, right? yeah, it would get an attack on you. Um, I will just turn a disdainful glare upon my attacker, hoping that he appreciates how unsporting it is to hit a man who's preoccupied with other enemies. Okay. Right. Um, Master Sana, it's your turn. You're in melee combat with a druid. Oh, not with a sort of big axe wielding guy. Druid. Yes. Great. What's the plan? Um, I attack him with my sword. Okay. Go for it. Uh, it's 23. 23 versus AC will definitely hit. Yes. Uh, and a D6. Sorry? Uh, oh, hang on. It's D6 plus 7. Okay, so 7 damage. Yep. Yep, so definitely open up blood. Uh, there's a cut running down this guy's forehead. Um, still got plenty of juice left in him. Are you doing anything else? Oh, yeah. Um, yes. Uh, I'm going to... Hmm. I'll do a... Well, I don't know. <laughs> I have an... Uh, sorry. Um, I have an unarmored attack, uh, a secondary one. Yeah. So I'll try and do that. Okay. Um... Plus six. Uh, it's 19. 19 versus AC will hit. And for how much? Um, it's eight. Okay. Eight. Wow. The more damage than your 
Um, so obviously this slash across the face, you know, the the guy sort of uh, gives a yelp at that, turns away for a wee second almost to wipe the blood away, and that's when you manage to catch him on the jaw. What is that, with a kick you normally seem to end up doing, isn't it? Um, yep. So, and you hear a proper crack that time. That, that really got some damage in. Um, okay, is, is that you? Yes, for now. Okay. For now. Okay, that's good. Master Sonna, and now it's the turn now. Unfortunately, most of my druids have been uh, set on fire already, so they uh, don't have uh, as much to do with them um, as could. So, uh, let's see. The... One of the druids, the druid that is most, uh, that's, that's been least harmed, um, it uh, begins to cast a spell, and you can actually see um, its skin starts to, to grow um, like woods and bark on it almost, uh, creating this protective layer um, to, to, to protect it from harm. Um, however, the one that uh, is closest to death. Uh, it actually takes its fingers and starts howling and plugs its fingers straight into the soil um, and and the, the, the ground starts to tremor. Um, and what's happening is that um, the area around you guys, the ground starts to rumble as well and suddenly grasping weeds and vines sort of spring out uh, from the ground and start to try to grab at you guys, um, at your ankles. So I need you guys to all take a strength saving throw. Twenty. Okay. Nineteen. Twenty. A natural wow. twenty. I haven't got one of those in years. <laughs> Lord Talfin. Uh, Fifteen. Was that a fifteen? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So you, you guys, uh, despite the fact that these these plants are all grabbing at you and trying to hold you fast, uh, you manage to kick away from um, the uh, um, what basically what the druid was casting up. Uh, so you guys are absolutely safe. Let me just double check if they. Oh, I've got a test for the axe wielders as well. So bear with me. Um, these guys are strong though. So that guy. So Lord Talfin's guy is fine. Master Sonna's guy is fine. Kellen's lady is fine. Jean's dude is not fine. Jean's Ooh. guy has been actually uh, the. You can see the vines get good purchase on his uh, yes. um, legs, and uh, you can see that they're actually wrapped away all the way up to his ankles, and you can tell that this guy is held fast. Now, obviously, you're in melee combat with him at the moment, but um, if you make it away from him, he will not be able to follow. Right now, he's restrained by these plants. Okay. Other than that, that's all these guys do. So, top of the round, Jean, it's your turn. Crit Faced is a weekly Dungeons and Dragons podcast. To make sure you never miss an episode, and to get an exclusive prequel episode of the podcast where you can find out what our characters were up to before this adventure began, head over to CritFacedPodcasts.com and join our Crit Faced fan group. <laughs>